random encounter at a broadcasting facility. A shared interest and love of all things Marvel. Excelsior! A misinterpreted program title. And behold, a podcast is born. Peter Melnick. Podcaster and comic book enthusiast. And Eddie Wilson! Upstate New York radio announcer, still with an inordinate amount of catching up to do. Peter! What are you doing? Here we go with a new episode of The Marvelists. Welcome, everyone, to The Marvelists, the Marvel Universe podcast. I'm Peter Melnick. And I'm Eddie Wilson. And joining us on the other end of the tin cannon string, we are joined with one of the gentlemen, one in ta- one half of the tandem known as the proprietors of the Garden State Comic Fest. We are joined with Eddie. Dave. Give- Dave O'Hare. Well, Dave's not here in the room. Dave over there? No, it's Dave O'Hare. Get it right. Dave, in your entire life, how tired are you of the Dave's not here joke? Are you or not? Oh, the Dave O'Hare jokes. Uh, The O'Hare, especially when Bucky O'Hare came out, that was a good time to be growing up. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But But they don't forget you, you, though, you know? Everybody just uh, confuses me with an airport now, so it's not too bad. (gasps) Wow. To have one named after you, though, that's excellent. That is, that is a very impressive. That's a hell of an accomplishment. <laughs> or you're a very windy kind of guy. I don't know. It's a, it's a shame no flights are on time there, but uh, everything else is uh, very good. That's it. So this year we are returning for the summer edition of the Garden State Comic Fest. And first off, congratulations. I'm looking at that lineup. You guys got some hell of a bunch of guests. Thank you. Thank you. We, we uh, pulled out all the stops this year. This was... Uh, a big event for us as it was our return home after COVID. It's been, uh, you know, three years now since uh, 2019 was the last year we were in uh, Menon. So we're real excited to be back home and we wanted to do good by the fans. So we put together uh, one hell of a lineup. Now, so. th- now this Menon arena, is it by Menon? It, believe it or not, it is named after the guy, uh, William J. Menon, the, the guy that, created men in pharmaceuticals what a way to remember the uh, name of the venue though like that helps and also you have your own jingle for the uh, venue like madison square garden doesn't <laughs> even have a jingle i mean no like, no well men in two will not maybe apply to because i don't know if that still runs no they, that, i've seen I, it because i recognize you singing that by yeah. men in part and i thought of that as well at some point when i saw the name of the venue um so I don't know if everybody is familiar with the history of the name. I mean, in you know, in, in the interest of fairness, like that that was a jingle even to the '90s at the very least, because okay. that's how I remember it. But we digress. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say, actually, their their pharmaceutical company uh, that made Speed Stick and everything. It was right next to the arena. I, I think really? it actually be. I think they built the arena uh, originally, and now the pharmaceutical part is all townhouses, but. Uh, you know, and the county now owns the arena. Maybe but, I'll, yeah, no. that, that's where they got its name. Maybe I'll keep this joke in or not. I don't know, but man, deodorant near a comic convention—that's a first. <laughs> that's a that's a slam dunk match. That's a marketing <laughs> success. We we actually put that out in social media saying, "Remember what we're named after." <laughs> uh, please wear it. <laughs> a, a plus, I like that. I think some samples are in order. The little travel airplane, pa- you know, whatever. That'd be, yeah, that'd be dope, as the kids like, say. Like, I'm sorry, but when you go to a convention, even in these, you know, these trying times, yeah, yeah. you know, obviously, you know, if you have to wear a mask, wear a mask. It, masks actually have helped out in many ways <laughs> with the uh, the the bow, of course. And we're, 
I, I just don't know. But you, you're mentioning that this is one of the biggest events, and yeah, you're pretty damn right on that because when I was looking at like the lineup initially, I saw a lot of cast members of a certain television show from the distinguished competition, Peacemaker. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, we, it, we have uh, quite a few of them coming in. Is this their first, you know, convention since the show started for uh, Peacemaker? Because I'm pretty sure it is. I, this will be Nutley. Uh, he plays Judo Master. This will be his first ever convention appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freddie Stroma has done, he just did Motor City Comic Con. So, but this is his first ever appearance on the East Coast, even with his uh, Harry Potter fame. Because I was going to say, and because like Steve that's, Agee, I don't think he's done anything. So. That's tremendous, and what a again, what a show to debut with. Because again, the history of the Garden State Comic Fest has had so many great and legendary names, and even you know up and coming names, and it's cool to see that that tradition is continuing with this show. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, uh, this year we we brought in some uh, pretty big heavy hitting uh, uh, names. Uh, legendary names uh, like Ron Mars, the creator of, uh, you know, Kyle Rayner and uh, Graham Nolan, who created Bane. So to, to put them in there with, uh, you know, first time ever coming out, Howard Chaikin mm. and uh, Walter Simonson and, you know, all these other phenomenal names, it's, uh, it's going to be a great show. And working close with the Kubert School and stuff, we, we do have the up-and-comers, the, uh, the artists of tomorrow, so to speak. Uh, have a huge presence at this as well. Just a heads up for uh, the audience out there, if you meet Howard Chicken, be sure to not mention how much you love his run on Star Wars because <laughs> you, you <laughs> will hear an earful. You will pay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we were even uh, told some of that uh, during the advertising part. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good heads up for you, for you in this case. Yeah, oh, wow. I'm going to make a, a comment just based on that and also, again, the speed stick comment from earlier. I feel like you guys are the like the 1970s, 1980s Marvel of running conventions with that little bit of like the level of Stan Lee-ish kind of humor sneaking stuff like that in there. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's good. Well, we try. We try. We try to keep it light and we try to keep it fun. Um, you know, t- too many conventions now, it's, uh, you know, not to say anything about other shows out there, but... You know, I, I feel they get very cookie cutterish and uh, very corporate. Mm-hmm. Where we we try not to uh, let too much of that interfere, and you know, we we want people to come out and you know walk out and go, "Wow, I, I really had fun." Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you don't buy anything, it's just what a day. So that that's what we're looking for. I mean, we met Mr. Peanut once. We did. Yes. <laughs> so right outside that peanut mobile. Mm-hmm. Oh, th- think about it. It's just the uh, the legends that we have come into this show, <laughs> Mr. Peanut, and at the same time, we, we, yeah, and we have cosplay and ice going on in the other room, where uh, cosplayers uh, convention. So it's, uh, you know, where else are you going to get that? That's what I was thinking. Where else can we see cosplayers on ice and not have to pay exorbitant amounts for it? <laughs> because they do do that in. Uh, I don't know, major theme park or something to that effect. You know, whether it's Universal, Disney, or something like that. See, I, see I, I, was, I was trying to make a cryogenic Walt Disney joke just now, but oh, I decided but, against oh, that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Too tsunami. I think, um, I think, Dave. I like the, I like that phrase, "artists of tomorrow." That almost sounds like it should be its own sectioned off area with a banner or something like that. 
But it might take, I don't know, some people might not like that. You know, what, I'm not good right now? Or whatever. <laughs> but it's just a nice no, I, idea. I, I agree. Yeah. It's a nice coin of the term. All right, so why don't we hit on some more of these um, uh, artists and or celebs that are going to be there so we uh, really Eddie, get... you're married, and I have a girlfriend. We can't hit on any of the artists or celebrities. Oh, I didn't mean me. I mean, or you. I meant Dave. Well, Dave. I have a girlfriend as well, See? so it's uh, no one can do it. To, uh... <laughs> All right, you know what? You'll record it, Dave, and we'll put a little distortion on your voice so we won't be able to recognize it's your voice. But you just buried the lead. There we know we it's him. I could cut that out, <laughs> or you stop that. So... Where you where you were about to be saying? What was that? <laughs> we have a delay. We're crossing state line from New York to New Jersey. I think that's the problem. <laughs> well, no, let's... no, uh, yeah, it, it it's going to be a uh, you know decent, but at the same time, yeah, I, I try not to uh, hit on anybody at these shows, and uh, <laughs> it's like a, uh... it's like rule number one. Okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> but some more of the list on the roster of people that are coming: celebs, or artists, or writers, or any of the above. All right. Uh, who do you want to talk about, or do you want me to just start raffling, uh, rattling off names? You you have them down better than I think we do. Well, I I also like when I hear a convention and it's like the guests that you should pay attention to that you know otherwise like they're the under the radar kind of guests. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of them that actually come out to uh, Garden State Comic Fest. I mean, uh, some some of the indie guys that work for, like, Dynamite and stuff, uh, Jason Baruti is uh, one of the first ones that pop into my head. Phenomenal artist. You can get a great, great piece of artwork off him, and he's not that expensive. So it's, uh, you know, if that's what you're looking for, if you're just starting out and you're looking for a name but, you know, not wanting to spend a lot – Chris Batista is another one. Chris Batista worked on Booster Gold, Legend of Superhero, uh, The Legionnaires. It's, you know, it goes on and on what some of these guys did. Uh, Keith Williams is an icon in himself with mm-hmm. Punisher and uh, uh, Ghost Rider. But, and then you, you get up there and uh, Walt Simonson, as long as you don't mind standing in line, he'll draw you a free uh, Thor head sketch. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of stuff is really good. Uh, on the other side of it, we have a legend coming in this year. This is the first time he's doing our show, and that's Joe Giella. Really? He is the oldest living Batman artist right now. And one of the few surviving uh, silver or Gold Age artists, I believe, as well. Yes. Uh, he actually uh, set it up and everything. I was like, wow, this is great. And I, I went back into his bio to... Like, okay, let's see what this guy's done, because, you know, Brave and the Bold, uh, Detective Comics, all that stuff, it's been around for a long time. But when you see that he worked on Green Lantern number one, he worked on Flash 123, Mm -hmm. he worked on uh, the first Poison Ivy. He was the anchor on that issue. Um, I mean, uh, the list goes on and on of the iconic, like first appearances that this guy uh, has done. I mean, he, he's a true living legend, and uh, one of the last of that, you know, era. I, I'm going to dare say that I think dare, a lot of dare. a lot of people are going to be if they're looking to get stuff signed, carrying you know, doing some serious weightlifting with with items they want to get signed for multiple numerous people. That's going to be um, hard to maybe narrow things down to try and not take too much or bring too much, but it's, it's again, just great. And I would be remiss. I know we mentioned 
Walt Simonson a couple of times, but I thought you also had in the list his wife, Louise. Louise Simonson. Louise Simonson is one of the top uh, female creators that has ever worked in the comic industry. I mean, uh, uh, she, she's the uh, co-creator of Apocalypse. She's the uh, absolute sweetest off. person. I mean, uh, it, you know, fun fact, when you when you think back to the first Swamp Thing, uh, House of Mystery, uh, mm. cover with the uh, woman, you know, combing her hair there, that's Louise. She was the model for that. So it's, uh, you know, but all of it is uh, pretty uh, Jander Seema. She's the creator of so many Star Wars characters, uh, another uh, female legend in the comic field. And uh, um, she'll be there. And her husband, uh, Tom Mandrake? Tom Mandrake created the Black Mask. Mandrake has the uh, most... Worked com- on the Spectre for years. Mandrake has the most comic-sounding name. Like He sounds like he's a villainous villain. He's just the lethal Mandrake. <laughs> He, he really does, and uh, when you meet him, you're like, wow, to- totally not. <laughs> very humble, very... Yeah, uh, yes. I was worried he was going to rob... Actually. I was gonna, worried he was going to rob a bank, and it just didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Some of his characters could do pretty good, though. Oof. Oh, uh, absolutely. And, you know, we're going back over to uh, Walt. Uh, one of the things... We met him at uh, Garden State Comic Fest, I believe, 19, the summer edition, and... Man, like that. First off, that line, like you mentioned, he gives you know sketches to the fans and whatnot. It was a while, but I loved sitting there watching him do the illustration for yeah. myself and Eddie's as well. Just Eddie, what did you get? You got a Captain America, didn't you? I did. Okay, because I had to make sure you had to represent your brand, and I got Star Lord as well. So well, really... I think we and or you let's just make it you. It asked if it could be this character to help with uh, yeah my okay. branding. Well, yeah, because you know it's Eddie and Eddie's Captain Ed America. Right. That's right. So. <laughs> the the star spangled uh, Wilson man yeah well the Wilson you Wilson you're more than the, a man you're the, a Wilson I'm the man Wilson okay fine <laughs> the man hyphen Wilson giant size man Wilson <laughs> hey uh, you know he, he's a uh, beta ray built too over there so <laughs> Dave thank you so much for the conversation change <laughs> 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 but what one of the things by the way. We, you know, with uh, the current climate of the movies and whatnot, it's appropriate to have him there due to the upcoming Thor movie, which I believe is opening up that same weekend. So, if you want to meet one of the greatest Thor artists and writers of all time during the weekend, that there's a big possibility his creation, Beta Ray Bill, might come to the big screen. That's Why correct. not? That's correct. Uh, rumors have it uh, Beta Ray Bill will be making an appearance in this. And not just a statue like he did in Ragnarok. And Man-Thing was in there, too, by the way. Right. So it's, it's one of those things where you get to experience all this stuff, and at the right moment, especially. Like, that's like going to a convention and seeing Jim Starlin there, like, you know, Endgame weekend. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I would imagine Walt is going to have a long line, but it's definitely worth it to stand on the line. First off, to talk to your fellow comic geeks on the line but also to be able to just get that opportunity when you finally get up front and you say, Walt, hi. And that's about it, because <laughs> you'll be nervous. I, I think we're going to have a lot of long lines, uh, unfortunately, because uh, I hate lines. Mm. And that is one thing I've always tried to work out at Garden State Comic Fest, where people didn't have to stand in line. But, you know, not to toot my, I think I did such a good job this year, uh, going to have a lot of lines. I mean, I went to Disney uh, recently, and I accustomed myself to those lines. So any comic convention line, I'm perfectly fine. 
Right. Like I, I, you know, I'm just like, no, nah, it's not that bad. I can, I can stand here for a few. That's fine. <laughs> well, I don't know that any well, Comic Con you're gonna be have a speed pass or something like you could have Disney, but true, but. <laughs> oh, trust me, I've thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something. Dude, do it. <laughs> I'm saying do it. Yeah. Uh, our VIP uh, badge, actually, if you buy the VIP badge, there will be a couple fast passes in there. And so, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to a future convention and this does in fact happen, to get yourself prepared, watch the Defunct Land documentary on the fast pass. It's an hour and a half yes. about lines, Oof. and somehow it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it's probably. I, about I could definitely see that. What the what the shirts are that people are wearing? Maybe that's part of the entertainment. <laughs> But again, you know, in regards, going back over to uh, Simonson and with Beta Ray Bill, we're talking about the movie before. What would you like to see be, what would your introduction for the character be in the MCU? Oh, jeez. Uh, we're putting you on the spot. What, what, what do you mean my introduction to him? Like, like how, the, how would yeah, you introduce... How he comes out? Yeah, yeah, like your version of how he'd be introduced to the audience. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's space diner or going into a space diner and Beta Ray Bill could be the chef. Or it, I don't. With Marvel, God only knows how they're going to do it. But uh, they're going to do it in some pretty uh, phenomenal way. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's going to be one of those uh, maybe Thor starts doubting himself, not worthy. Then Beta Ray Bill comes by and just picks up his uh, <laughs> mm. his shit. And, you know, whoops, I'm not allowed to say that. Uh, sorry. Uh, so, uh, yeah, who, who knows? That that could be, uh, the way they do it. I think it'll be good no matter which way they choose, though. I agree. And just like with the trailer, seeing how, what the, uh, the reassembled shattered Mjolnir goes to Jane. So that's going to be another maybe worthy kind of thing that Thor might be, uh, you know, grope, uh, wrestling with or, you know, coming to grips with. So, yeah, Beta Ray, I like that space diner idea, sure. I will say, though, with Garden State, ever since meeting Walt at your show, I associate your con with Thor. I don't know why, but I feel like Thor should be your mascot. Oh, okay. I don't, there's that just, works, well. Because there's just something about that whole, uh, there's like an old school cool slash, you know, mighty, mighty uh, Viking-ish kind of thing to the convention that I want to see. I want to see horned hats. Well, we could do that. Eddie's look of confusion was palpable. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it would be... We could do horned hats. We, we can do uh, fat bears, whatever you want. I, I mean, think... uh, on the other side of it, we also have Marat Michaels coming with all his poos. Oh, God. So, he's going uh... to be there? <laughs> this show is brought to you by our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash themarvelists. And on the $3 tier, you'll get access to episodes early and ad-free. The $5 tier gets you our two bonus shows. One, Fantastic Voyage, where we dissect and just talk about the 102 issues, one by one, although if it's a storyline more than one at a time, of Stan Lee and Jack Kirby's amazing, incredible, spectacular, invincible, and fantastic run of the Fantastic Four, the world's greatest comic magazine. And... Two, you haven't read that? A show dedicated to the comic books that I haven't read yet. Some Marvel, some DC, all fun. And on the $8 tier, pick a topic of your choosing. 
not a topping of your choice, or perhaps you can be a guest on The Marvelists. Above all else, we thank you for your continued support. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we during uh, a convention, one of the first conventions back, and then before everything shut down minorly again, we got to see Marat Michaels and did a little interview with him that will be released eventually in the very near future. But Marat is one of those people that when you go to a convention, go to see him because he is absolutely entertaining and his whole spread of everything there is incredible to look at, especially how he utilizes Winnie the Pooh. Yes, I'm talking about the <laughs> legendary A.A. Uh, a. Mills uh, character. I believe that's the uh, creator. Mm-hmm. Just seeing his ways of taking that character and mashing him up in so many different things in comic history. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, and actually, uh, he's doing a, uh, we have a exclusive Pooh Black Adam uh, cover coming out for uh, the show as well. It's a GSCF exclusive. And by, by the uh, way, uh, for the Black Adam movie coming up. So you mentioned Black Adam. I know I realize that's the distinguished competition, but the trailer just <laughs> dropped. I saw it. Eddie saw it. I believe Eddie nodded. So that, yeah, I guess he did. And that's a movie that's been in the works since 2007. When the when they announced that that movie was happening, the original article I saw, The Rock had hair. No, no, <laughs> it, he did. <laughs> so. This has been a long time coming, and it's one of those movies I'm excited beyond belief for. And yourself, I imagine you're a fan of the uh, Captain Marvel slash Shazam mythos. Oh, I, I most definitely am. Uh, sorry, I, I know this is Marvel. I, I've always been a little bit uh, more on the competition side there. Mm-hmm. But uh, when it comes to certain characters. Um, but yes, uh, Shazam, Captain Marvel, he, he's one of my favorites. And he's, no, no. he's trying now, uh, Dwayne the Dwayne Johnson, in regards to setting up the whole DCEU. Like, he wants to be the one that helps bring it to new heights. And I hope that happens. I hope so, too. Um, uh, DC has definitely lagged in the movies. You know, everybody says their animation has always, uh, you know, killed it. But the, the movies, uh, they, they lacked a little bit. So maybe uh, bringing in Dwayne Johnson and... You know, working out a couple other things that, you know, could be really cool. And with the Distinguished Competition, again, going back over to Peacemaker, Peacemaker was the most surprising hit I've seen in recent memory. <laughs> I, I don't think anybody really gave Peacemaker a chance. Like, they, they just went, right, how good could it be? I mean, uh, you know, let's face it, no, nobody thought John Cena was going to be a, an actor after seeing that. I, I was like, oh, my he deserves an Oscar. <laughs> I, I don't know how he got through that. Uh, Freddie Stroma was, you know, he's the, uh, other than Eagley, he, he was the favorite part to, for many of them. And, uh, you know, uh, Waller, her daughter, everybody was just so good in that. And it was just so outrageously, you know, you, you think about bringing something to the big screen where you're like, how can that even happen? And that's kind of what Peacemaker was, I always, and it worked out great. I always laugh when I hear people talk about how if you're watching Daredevil on Disney+, Plus, or if you're watching the X-Men animated series or Batman the animated series on whatever, you can't skip the intro. I skip the intros of those plenty of times, but every single time I've watched Peacemaker, I can't help but watch the <laughs> dance scene. It's just like... It's so weird, it's so bizarre, but at the end of the day, you get that earworm of, of, well, 
do you really do you really want to taste it and it's just it's so bizarre but it works so well it does um i i, I don't know where gun uh you know, I, I don't know if he was a huge Wigwam fan, but uh, <laughs> because I, I don't think a lot of people were. <laughs> if you look at but, his, well, if you go on his uh, Spotify account, like he has all these playlists, cura- uh, curated playlists of like power pop music, like the history of power pop and glam metal and this and that. Dude knows his stuff. It is impressive. He does. And I, I'll tell you, Wigwam, you know, I had never heard of him. They're actually pretty good for for a kid that grew up in the uh, early '90s, late '80s. Um, I was like, "Wow, this, this is really good stuff." Uh, so you know, who knows? Maybe they're going to be able to get a big U.S. tour out of it or something. I I agree and, though about uh, about that being fit your uh, Thor. Yeah, <laughs> as they're are they from Norway or Finland or? See now, I want to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Dave, I agree with you though about it being. I was going to say unexpected with what some of the stuff you saw in, in Peacemaker. Norwegian, by the way, they're Norwegians. Uh, the Norwegians are coming. The Norwegians are coming. Twin Peaks, but um, or no, they're leaving. Sorry, the Norwegians are leaving. Oh, leaving. Yeah, oh. they're leaving. They're leaving the hotel. But um, oh, in regards, it? you know, to uh, Peacemaker again, it's just such a bizarre working show, and yet it has. It also. It's got the James Gunn quality in the sense of it has heart, and you wouldn't it expect it to. <laughs> no, it, it really does. It, it was uh, it was a great fun show. As soon as it ended, I said, "Okay, th- these are the guys that we want to bring in to uh, Garden State." Um, I, I would have loved to have brought in John Cena, but uh, you know it, we we couldn't afford that. <laughs> See, everyone goes. We with- tried. Everyone goes with the tired joke of, John Cena's not there. I don't see him in the photo. It's very tiring. But what you can do instead to, you know, appeal to different uh, John Cena fans, get a big bowl of potato salad and just put it there and say, meet John Cena. Because if you Google John Cena and potato salad, I'm not making a joke. Like, you can find thousands of search results. It is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, somebody will just go, John Cena, and it's a picture of potato salad. I don't get it, but here we are. Well, I, I just went and got a cardboard cutout of him as Peacemaker, so that'll that'll work as a stand-in. But what about Eagly? <laughs> uh, Eagly, we can. Uh, <laughs> we've had a couple people. I, I believe there's one cosplayer coming dressing as Eagly, which uh, uh, that by itself, I'm really kind of interested in how that's going to work. Um, it, it, who knows? Uh, some of these diehard fans from Peacemaker and stuff. They, these guys may. This may be like. An awesome show for them. They they may never want to do a show again. Meet some of these guys. Who knows? But it, it's going to be a it's going to be very interesting. Let's put it that way. Circling back and, over, uh, well, cir- oh, go ahead. Circling back over to Vigilante, the you know the character of Vigilante, Freddie Stroma's Vigilante. What a contrast to what the source material is, and yet it works so well on its own too. Oh, it really does. I mean, in the books and stuff, when, when you first see vigilante you see that like uh, he is a, a heartless uh you know assassin you know uh he wants to uh you know it, it worked a little bit but to add the comedy uh side like uh with freddie stroma that i i thought they summed up the character great in the uh in the one part where uh he was like okay 
let's just kill these people. And then a second later, he was worried about the duct tape being too hard on the woman's arm. Or the chainsaw. So, yeah. <laughs> why, why didn't I get to use the chainsaw? You, you saw how he cut me out of that, right? So, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, he, he was, uh, I, I'm actually looking forward to meeting Freddie. And from what I understand, he's a, a really down-to-earth person. He's very close to the characters that you see on TV or in the movies. So, Well, I hope he's not like Vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't mind the, uh, you know, without the costume on. I would still have a drink with Vigilante. There you go. I think with respect to your um, cardboard cutout of Peacemaker, you may have to have security around that so it doesn't become MIA. And yes. maybe, because I, I did see a cosplayer as Peacemaker, pretty damn accurate, at the recent Big Apple Comic Con in March. So who knows? Oh, okay. Was he big and muscular like John Cena? Uh, not too big, but somewhat muscular, yes. It, it Again, it's funny because being able to see a character like Peacemaker get known in mainstream pop culture, like I feel like for years I've always been saying, Man, Groot and Rocket Raccoon are household names. No, no, Peacemaker is now a household name, and I don't know how I feel about that in a good way. It's like, did did we did we win? <laughs> <laughs> and he's a hallmark ornament, Peacemaker. Also, yeah. yes, I have yes, one. Yes, he is. Yes. Uh, Other highlights, uh, Dave. Uh, we said cosplayers on ice. Now the rink part is that open both the uh, two days of it, or or just certain time. Uh, the the rink is open for cosplayers to go ice skate. Well, actually, anybody at the convention can go ice skating uh, from 12 to 2 on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, some other cool things that are going to be happening uh, guest-wise, we have Ian Corlett coming. He's the voice of Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. So that that's a, a pretty big, uh, you know, we, we wanted to touch a little bit of anime because uh, we know we have a lot of fans out there that, are into anime and uh, back to the '80s and '90s. We're bringing Tiffany in. So, uh, is it just a one-on-one you know, uh, meet and greet? So you know she can say, "I think we're alone now." Yeah. Uh, whoa, whoa! I didn't even think of that. Uh, it could have, it could have been. Yeah, that's right. Not a radio <laughs> romance either. There's another one. Right. Not, not um, as well. All this time. Uh-huh. Well, when you think about Tiffany, I mean, her, her music has been used in quite a few of these series and stuff. Uh, you know, it, there's an iconic scene from the Umbrella Academy with them all dancing, too. I think we're alone now. It's it's funny because 1980s music is getting, again, very much back into the spotlight. You look at uh, Stranger Things Season 4 with the usage of Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill, which, good, uh. good Lord, just... Kate Bush is popular again in 2022. Was that on your bingo card? I know it wasn't on mine. No, no. It's pretty amazing uh, how it is. So, uh, it, well, you know, hey, we all grew up, and uh, that was all our uh, childhoods, really. So, uh, originally, I wanted to bring Tiffany in when we were doing the mall show because I, I just thought that was oh, that's perfect. I like <laughs> that. That's kind of funny. And, uh, tongue, but, yeah. you know, the schedules didn't work out. That would have been perfect so. with tongue firmly planted in cheek. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, also, uh, there's the annual, I think, contest, cosplayers contest on the second day, Sunday? Yes. Uh, Sunday at 3 o'clock, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
So that, that'll be interesting. Uh, we have some uh, cool panels and stuff. The panels are going to be getting released soon. We're going to have a Q&A with the Peacemaker cast. Um, you know, we like, again, we, we try to keep it light. We don't want to, you know, book over stuff. So people have to make those hard choices of, I really want to do this, but I want to do that. And, yeah. I'm actually looking at um, I'm looking at the guest list right now and you guys have the Golden Gaze and the Golden Gaze rule. I met them at uh RuPaul's Drag Fest twenty seventeen. Hell of a show. Wow. I I met them last year at New York Comic Con where they uh got to put the uh the wig on me and take a picture with them. Oh, you and were Estelle I, Getty? I had such a ball talking with them that right then and there I was like, Okay, I'm bringing you guys out to Garden State Comic Fest. Was it the uh, so. Estelle Getty wig? Yes. Yeah, I got the same photo. <laughs> it's great. So, uh, yeah, they do the whole, uh, what, what's that, where's Rose? <laughs> and other things happening with this year's Garden State Comic Fest, um, the photo ops, that's where I want to get back to. There are some designated times if you want to do the group picture with the Peacemaker cast that's there and others. Yes. Uh, the, the schedules will be coming out. The uh, group photo will be towards the end of the day, obviously, because uh, we want to make sure everybody that wanted one gets there. Uh, the Peacemaker cast, I know two of them will take selfies at the table. One of them will not. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we decided to do was just do a pro photo op for them. So, uh, you know, if I were... Uh, if I was a fan, I wouldn't count on getting a selfie photo at the table. I would buy a pro photo op ahead of time because these will sell out before the show. Now, in addition, by the way, to comic artists, there are two that I want to put a spotlight on. First off, the first one is Nick Justice. Nick absolutely rules and just got some of his work featured in a uh, Eric Larson Savage Dragon uh, spinoff comic. And if you have the ability to get some of Nick's work or have him do a commission for you, do it as soon as humanly possible. Uh, Nick is great. Nick will be actually at the Blue Juice Comics booth uh, where he is, uh, you know, doing their Anne Bonnie series. So he will be there. And uh, they haven't mentioned it yet, but uh, Blue Juice has a couple other surprises in store for uh, some other people coming out to hang out with them. I hope and one I of think them. The fans will enjoy that. I hope one of those potential guests is involved with a certain dimension, maybe, you know, a third or a fourth or even, dare I say, a fifth dimension. (laughs) There is a possibility of that. And in regards to one of the other guests that I want to spotlight as well, Emma Kubert, who her work on Inkblot is phenomenal. It's the creator-owned comic over at Image Comics, as well as her upcoming work she's going to be doing over at Frankie Miller Presents. So, again, if you have the ability, do it. Oh, uh, you know, these uh, the two that you just mentioned, Nick and Emma, I mean, it, not, not that it comes down to money, but if you're an art collector, those are great pieces to start off with because, uh, you know, just uh, the value and what you're going to get for your money, you, you can't beat it also, on either of them. Also, even though he's only going to be there Saturday, I recommend seeing Billy Don't Call Him Jerry Tucci. Uh, Billy will be there Saturday uh, all day. Uh, he will not be there Sunday. So if you want to meet the creator of she and you want to get to talk to somebody who is just really fun and never in a bad mood, uh, sit down and talk with Billy for a while. 
just just a little bit of an insider thing, uh, ladies and gentlemen. When we went to Terrificon one year, we went to buy his booth, and the name tag was messed up. The name tag said Jerry Tucci instead of Billy. We don't know how that happened or why that happened, but Jerry Tucci became a running joke that entire weekend and even further since over the years. I, I believe Jerry has his own Facebook page. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm friends with him, actually. <laughs> and even that didn't put him in a bit. I've always seen him with a smile on his face, whether it's been in well, our up, upstate area or even in Florida at one show or another. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's always in a great And he helped show better. Um, he, he's just so kind-hearted and everything else. Uh, any room Billy walks into, uh, him and his wife, Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're great people. And then back again to uh, the photo ops. Would there still be a possibility, though, of, of some? I guess it depends on who it is. You go up and you find out whether they're doing selfies at the table and both, you know, the set, the pro shot stuff. Yes. Uh, Tiffany uh, has pro photos, and she will also be doing selfies at the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes to the Peacemaker cast, I would ahead of time by the pro-op because if you're thinking about getting it there uh, they could always change their mind and allow pictures at the table but as we know right now they are not so uh i would definitely uh buy the pro-op which it it's the same price as what the selfie would have been anyway and uh you know I'd do it that way because there's only a certain amount of slots open each day for those, and those will sell out. Yep, exactly. I, I believe Freddie and the group ones are already close to 70% sold out. Right. And we're less than a month away. Yes. As when we get, we get this uh, going up on the uh, old airwaves, as you will. Now, how can people get a hold of the Garden State Comic Fest? Well, they can get a hold of us. Uh, we're on all social media platforms, uh, Instagram at GS Comic Fest, uh, Facebook, Garden State Comic Fest, and our website is GardenStateComicFest.com or GSComicFest.com. And uh, if they have any questions, they can reach out through any of these platforms to us. We try to answer everything. Uh, we're, we're pretty good at that. And, uh, you know, we're here to help any way we can to make sure you guys have a great time. Well, Dave, I have a question for you. Have you ever sure. been in a submarine? I have. Okay. Oh, what, bonus what, points. we got to put a ding, ding, ding in there for what, that correct answer or just like, hey, cool. What kind of submarine? And were you underwater? Uh, nuclear subler, submarine. Really? Yeah. Now, he may not be able to divulge any more details yeah. under penalty of death. I don't know. Well, in that case, thank you for your time with that question. <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, not a problem. That's usually where uh, that ends, no, Dave. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I've been on actually two submarines. Both. I, I was in the Navy, but it was in the Navy. Uh, I've been on the Nautilus, and uh, I was in one that was in New York. That was in there for Fleet Week once. But uh, that, yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, hey, cool. no big thank you for your service then as well. Um, oh, thank you. No, absolutely. With respect to, of course, as per usual with Garden State Comic Fest, you can buy a first-day pass, second-day pass, combo pass, correct? Yes. Uh, we, we have all kinds of passes. 
Uh, we have the Saturday pass, the Sunday pass, the two-day pass, the VIP pass. Uh, you can buy them all ahead of time through the website, gscomicfest.com. You uh, will be able to sell them at the door as well. So uh, the door, it's a little bit more expensive because we just roll the tax and everything right into the price. But, uh, you know, all in all, it's, it's about, the, about the same. It, you're probably paying about $5 more at the door. And if I remember correctly, the parking is free. The parking is free, which is uh, a big thing about our show. And uh, what's wonderful about it is, like before, you were talking about how much do you want to buy. When I go to New York Comic Con, I don't want to buy anything because I know I'm stuck carrying it around all day. And then I got to get on a ferry and come home. It's such a pain in the ass. Uh, Garden State, it's great. You can go in there. A lot of the same vendors from New York Comic Con buy it, walk it out to your you know, trunk, lock it up, walk back in, buy more, walk it back out. You can do it all day long. Two days even. All I can think of now is... You mentioned uh, a lot of the same vendors. I can't wait to see my buddy Ruben Miranda of, uh, I forgot what booth he works at, but I know he'll be there. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not everybody's going to be there. It, everybody's always there. It's not a tri-state <laughs> comic convention unless I see Ruben, to be completely honest. I'm like, oh, oh it's not good, but I know Ruben will be there. <laughs> yeah. Want to give Dave any other shout-outs, maybe to Sal, who couldn't be with I, us, I, I, Sal Zerzolo, and any other staff members you want to mention? Well, uh, you know, my partner, Sal, and, uh, you know, uh, you know, haven't been able to do the show without. And, uh, you know, Eric is our general manager, and he is a godsend, uh, the amount of work that he's put into this show. Uh, Danielle Pearson, she's uh, in charge of a lot of the marketing now, and she also uh, is uh, one of our coordinators for the guests. Uh, guest liaison, and she's been doing a phenomenal job. And we also added James Hannon this year, who is our charity coordinator, who is working with us to set up things with uh, 11th Hour Rescue, as we love doing stuff for the local, uh, you know, dog uh, shelters and cat shelters and stuff like that. And they, they would be my core. And then, of course, you, you can't forget Bill O'Donnell, who is in charge of our artist alley. Uh, he's the one that gets us a lot of our guests and, uh, he's done a phenomenal job. And Mike Molnar, who is our head of security and, uh, he doesn't mess around. So every year we get a shoplifter every year, Mike catches them. <laughs> what year now would this be, you know, just counting how many you've done. Well, every State year Comic it's happened. Fest. No, oh, I oh, the shop. I thought you meant the shoplifters. No, not the. Sh that's fine. He said every year. So no, that's not fine, Eddie. That's theft. Every, every year, you always get. Uh, he tries to take something. It's usually within like the first hour or two, and uh, he's usually caught about fifteen minutes after because it actually has a state-of-the-art security system in it, and we don't mess around. Our security is actually real police. Um, we we don't hire just outside contractors. And, uh, you know, when we do catch them, uh, we, we give them a walk of shame through the middle. And uh, it's a lot of fun. And that usually sets the tone for the rest of the weekend. So, And we know that you're in touch, of course, also with the locals, with Morristown, New Jersey's finest. Oh, uh, Morristown's PBA actually uh, donates their time to help us with our uh, weapons check. 
uh, at every show. So they're the ones that are looking over everybody and making sure uh, all the props are, you know, safe and everything else. Uh, we couldn't do this show without the community uh, that really does get involved and helps us out a lot. And that's really important to us. So, you know, th this is why we love doing it where we are. Um, Men in Arena is our home. We, we love it. Uh, and at the same time, to answer your other question, 2014 was our first show. So this will be eight years now. And soon to be coming to the Men in Arena, the banner that says, Home of the Garden State Comic Fest. I said it here. Let's mark that now. <laughs> I would love that, uh, considering we are their biggest event every year. It's it's written. It's got to happen now. So let it be done, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so now before we go, how can people get a hold of you yourself, uh, Dave, on social media? Well, uh, I have my own uh, Dave O'Hare. You, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, I think. But uh, I, I don't really look at that one. So, but... Yeah, or if you do reach out to Garden State Comic Fest, nine out of ten times, I'm the one answering the questions. So if you just write, hi, Dave, it's probably me. <laughs> I don't think we'll find you at the Chicago airport, so that's okay, too. <laughs> nope, nope, not anytime soon. This, al this also means the episode is concluding, so what this means now is we can kind of say it now. Dave's not here, man. Oh, thanks. Again, Dave's not here. You can't see me. So. <laughs> Let's just add, because I don't think we actually... Did we actually give the dates? <laughs> I honestly don't think we did. <laughs> we didn't. So let me do that right now. Uh, the, <sighs> the Garden State Comic Fest will be taking place July 9th and 10th at the Menon Arena in Morristown, New Jersey. We are looking so forward to that, Dave. Thanks again. Thanks to Sal and everybody on staff. We'll be looking forward to seeing them, too. And uh, the, the, cre great. the creativity I've seen in some of these... Um, whether it be the uh, welcoming displays, the the balloon archway, if that was, or in the letters G, G S C F, or maybe even the lanyards for for badges for staff or you know press or whatever you know you come up with this time. Oh yeah, uh, there's little subtle uh, things all over the convention that we love doing. Uh, the past two years, uh, we even did the uh, we we picked it up when we were I was down in SeaWorld. Uh, uh, these people like to go around and drop uh, painted rocks. So uh, we were doing that, and if you found one of these rocks, it was like a uh, scavenger hunt. You brought it in, you got a prize. Way cool. And although we, you know, at first we didn't mention the name of the show, I mean, people could have just, you know, sat outside of the arena, and, you know, it would be a surprise when it finally does right. happen. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Dave, once again, thank you so much. Not a problem. Thank you. For The Marvelists, I'm Peter Melnick. I'm Dave O'Hare. And I'm Eddie Wilson, Excelsior.